All right, we're in it. We're recording our 50th total episode of uh, the Bonfire Briefing Podcast, number 20-something of Below the Surface. I don't know. I don't know what number we're at, like 24, maybe, something. I don't know. Two weeks until the the year anniversary of the podcast. That'll be very fun. I uh, don't know what we're going to do for that one. I think I mentioned on a previous podcast, I thought it'd be pretty cool to get some champagne and just talk about the podcast, you know, how it's grown, fucking the guests that I've had, who I want to have on, um, that kind of thing. I don't really know. Um, I've reached out to a lot of UFC fighters recently that have, you know, uh, won fights this year. So hopefully some of them get back to me. You know, one of those episodes might be the, the year anniversary one, but um, who knows? I'll worry about that in two weeks. But, uh, yeah, we're recording this here uh, a little before 3 p.m. Central Time on Monday. And uh, that's because we woke up seeing that uh, there was going to be some news this afternoon regarding some arrests in New York. And they've already done the the press conference and everything, you know. Um, and it was pretty interesting. I, you know, I listened to the press conference and, and they detailed a lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, but I started to dig into some of these things just a little bit further. And um, there's just so much more going on in connection with these arrests that they didn't really, you know, get into at the press conference. Um, you know, there's a, there was a, you know, we'll, we'll get into all of it, but like there's, there's, there's over a hundred of these police stations all across the world. It's a part of a, a massive Chinese operation that's been going on for almost a decade. So, you know, this is not just an isolated event. You know, this is something that leads to something, you know, much, much bigger. But, uh, you know, we can get into some of the basics first. Uh, they got on about noon today. And uh, two Americans have been arrested and, and 34 Chinese officials have been charged in relation to this Chinese police station that was operating uh, in Manhattan. And, you know, I was, I was reading an article about it on the New York Times, and that's where I, that's where I saw that there are over 100 of these stations all over the world. We know that there are some in Canada, Ireland, and the Netherlands, and there's, there's probably some, you know, in, in many more countries than that. There might even be more here within the States. You know, this is just, this is just one of what might be many all around the country and then many more of those all around the world. I mean, why, why and, would there be just one? It's like the spy balloons. It's like another thing we'll end up getting into is the Pentagon leaks, which also <clears throat> I don't think we talked about this before the show, but there was uh, where they say there was four spy balloons that have already flown over the U.S. that just, you know, we the, the, the general public doesn't know about. But that got yeah. released with the Pentagon things. But ju- just to tie that into the what you just said, yeah, like, why would there be just one secret police station that the Chinese had? You know, they have them all oh, over yeah. the world. There's definitely more in the United States, 100%. Oh, definitely. There, there has to be. There, there definitely are. This is, this is really the tip of the iceberg, I think, and what we're, what we're about to uncover. And none of this, and we'll, we'll get into this a little later too, but like none of this is really new information. The FBI director was talking about it back in um, November or October. There have been reports on it that, that are months, months old. It's like most people are hearing about this for the first time today. But the origins of this stuff in the United States stretch back months. And like I said, you know, this, this is an operation that's been going on for over a decade. Um, it is just a really, really big thing. Uh, you know, the... There was a, an investigation done in the Netherlands over a police station similar to this. And the Chinese government's response was that, you know, it's not anything to worry about, that these police stations are just helping Chinese nationals living in other countries with document work. And in the press conference today, they talked about, um, you know, they, they do some of that. They do some of that document work like they uh, in New York were apparently helping some of the Chinese, um, you know, people living there, like renew their Chinese driver's licenses 
and they are doing that stuff, but they're doing so much more. It's, it's a part of a much bigger operation to, well, one, to, to spread Chinese propaganda, which is something that they do all the time through a whole lot of different various means. But they're also really doing this to locate and harass anti-Chinese activists and dissidents. And that, that's kind of the goal of the, the overall program. And that was definitely the goal of the station in New York. I mean, they detailed some of that. You know, they, they, they mentioned one case specifically of a guy that they were surveilling and harassing and trying to convince him to go back to China, where he you know, certainly would have faced charges and, and been harassed further and everything like that. Um, and, you know, he, he had been living here in New York to, to try to get away from all that. But China wants all of these people to return to the mainland so that they can punish them. Um, and, and, you know, they, they, they talked about a little bit of uh, that kind of stuff in the press conference. They didn't give as many details as maybe a lot of people would have liked, but, you know, I, I started doing a little digging and found some articles from last year that kind of detailed more of what China's overall plan is. Um, th- it's a part of a big operation called Operation Fox Hunt. That's uh, that's what they call it. That's that's the thing. And it, and it was started in 2014. This is not something that's recent or new. It is an operation that they have been engaging in for almost a decade. Um, I even learned while looking it up that uh, Barack Obama had talked about Operation Fox Hunt like back in 2015, like right after the program has started. It's just that, you know, now because of these these charges, in New York, more people are becoming um, becoming aware of it. And uh, the program—I don't know, you know, what China's expectations were for this program, but it did start off, you know, accomplishing what they wanted. Uh, th- there was a six-month stretch in 2015 alone where they were able to get like 680 Chinese nationals that were living abroad to return to China. And as a result of this program, they've gotten 40 of China's top 100 most wanted globally to return to the country. And that's really what they want. You know, the, the, you know, the press conference today mentioned spreading propaganda and everything like that. And they definitely do that. But the surveillance and the harassment of, of these Chinese fugitives and trying to force them to return home to the mainland to uh, face charges. That's really what China wants with this program. Um, you know, and like, like I said earlier, you know, the FBI director, Christopher Ray, he was talking about this months ago to Congress. There was a, a human rights NGO in Spain called Safeguard Defenders that published a report on this program or, or specifically the police stations in September of last year. And even specifically mentioned the existence of one in New York where they did the arrest today. So, you know, we, we've known that this was going on for quite some time. Now, I mean, how long have we known about the one in New York? I, you know, I don't know. But, you know, the arrest today, it, it was definitely more of a, a thing of them trying to, you know, gather evidence, you know, so that they had a, you know, an open and shut case. You know, they, they've, they had to have known about it for, for months and months, if not longer. You know, I feel like they finally just got enough evidence enough proof that they needed uh, to feel like they really had a solid case. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, yeah. No, this is not even the first time that people have been arrested in relation to the the operation. Um, I found out that there were, there were seven Chinese nationals back in, in October of last year that were charged for... Um, like you know, like, like they were doing here, surveilling and harassing a Chinese man to try to get him to go back to China, and you know the situation today and the situation back in October, those are not the first arrests or charges that have been made in relation to this operation. These are just the most recent ones. Um, I think I read something. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I might be a little off. But I think back in 2020. Uh, they arrested a New York City police officer for doing some similar activity within the Tibetan community 
there in New York. And that, and that was in 2020. And then you can go back even further all the way back to 2014 and 2015 to find, you know, different things that have happened in the U.S. Uh, that are a result of this operation and also other countries. Um, like I said, you know, the, the Chinese government had to acknowledge that these police stations were real after there was an investigation in the Netherlands that opened up. And that's when China kind of just shrugged their shoulders and said, you know, I, you know, it's not a big deal. They're just there to help people with documents and things like that, which, you know, like we've said, is obviously not all they're doing. And um, Canada and Ireland, I know, are two other countries that have called for China to shut down those operations in their countries. And like I said, there are over a hundred of these they suspect across the entire world. So, you know, the the arrests today are definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely big news, and it's a good thing that we got that place shut down. But I have a feeling we might see similar investigations and similar arrests happening. I mean, maybe all across America and all across the the world, which is just crazy to think about. Do you think this is? Just to give probably a differing opinion from the, you know, U.S. nationalist fucking kind of view. Uh, not that that's what you have, but just kind of just another idea, just another thought. Do you think all this is like happening now to kind of like prepare U.S. citizens on how to think about shit like Taiwan in the future and all of those things that are like inevitably coming to a head in our lifetime? Maybe. I don't really know. I mean, there might be there might be some connection. And, and China has obviously been interested in Taiwan for a long time. You know, the, the friction that exists there between Taiwan and China, it's, it's been around for decades and decades. I and mean, we, we can go back a long time. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, they, you know, the Chinese government obviously thinks it's in their best interest to try to round up all these dissidents that they have all over the country, you know, because a lot of these guys have, have turned into activists since they've left the country. You know, a lot of these dissidents are not exactly just, you know, like staying quiet and living a normal life. A lot of them are like anti-China activists and they're vocal and, you know, they're engaged in their local communities. And, you know, I, I think that's something that China definitely wants to put a stop to. Um, you know, and they're also countering that message by trying to spread their own propaganda through the, you know, through this operation Fox Hunt. And um, it actually has like a sister operation that does a very similar thing. I can't, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Operation Skynet's what it's called, which I don't know if you've seen the Terminator movies, but anything named Skynet is uh, bad news, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. It doesn't lead to, to anything good. Um, no, I think it's crazy. I think it might just be something that they're doing like, you know, while they're also focusing on Taiwan. Speaking of, this is not related to like, you know, the stuff that happened today, but I, I think I read something earlier that China is planning a big military exercise tomorrow. Uh so that'll be something to look out for. Now, it was just uh, it was just a crazy rabbit hole to dive into. I mean, I hadn't really, you know, I, I mean, I feel like you always assume China is doing stuff similar to this. But to know that they've propped up these these pseudo police departments in cities all over the world and are like, you know, like like threatening dissidents with violence and trying to like force them to return home. And, um, they even, they even have this thing, uh, they, they call it an exit ban where like if one of your family members decides to dip out and leave the country, you know, and they haven't been super friendly to the regime over there, they ban like your whole family from going anywhere. And a lot of these people are, you know, they're, they're harassed in, in, in a whole lot of different ways. You know, their th families are threatened with violence. 
they're threatened with violence. Their, their friends and family over here in the States and abroad are threatened with violence if they don't go back home. It's really crazy. I mean, China is, they are just, they are actively targeting these people and just trying to force them to go back to the mainland, you know, so that they can punish them for going against the state. I've been trying to figure out <clears throat> what happens to you when you, uh, when, when, when you go back to China and, um, the number one thing that business insider article from 2018 list is, uh, you just disappear, you know? So it can't be good. And then everything else you said, like any other way they can do to suppress you, they take you away from the media. They just threaten your family. Like you said, just take down all your posts Any any, just really anything like that. That's so interesting. Do, do you think what other countries do stuff like that? Do we do that? I don't think, I mean, you can't say certain things that's on, on the, on the internet before, you know, somebody shows up at your door with their black suburbans and everything else. But like, for the most part, I mean, like, I mean, we're, we're a free speech country. I, I've heard of this kind of thing happening in like, uh, you always read some article. It's like, uh, just like how people in other countries, other violent, like world leaders, it just can call for like killing of like, uh, who, who was the big country the past couple of years that's always been happening? I don't know. Anywhere there's civil unrest, you know, like just how the rules of the United States for social media are very different than other places. It's like, yeah. Uh, uh, other people just suppress their people in just very different ways. I don't know. Uh, it's just in- interesting, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't live in fear of, you know, being harassed by the government if I say something negative about the current administration, you know, I th- like I, think I tend been, to do. You know, I was going to say, like, <laughs> this this podcast would not fly in a lot of other, you know, places. You You bring on some guests who particularly don't like, you know, Uncle Sam's actions all the time, you know? Yeah. Or the vaccine. God forbid you talk about the vaccine. Jesus. God, you know, that, that's hell, <laughs> This podcast doesn't fly on YouTube sometimes, you know? This Ask is such a Joshua like Rodriguez. A, <laughs> this is such like a low, like, it's crazy that they, I don't know. I guess, no, that, that shit does exist in the United States, but it's usually like backed up with like more reasoning, like, what is it they told you? Like, you can't go against the WHO guidelines. Like, at least there is yeah. some guidelines, even if that's controlled by whoever the fuck. I guess the vaccine thing's a little bit different, but I mean, some people would say it's not very different. I don't know. It's still yeah. freedom of speech, but like, if you shit on America and you're an American in another country, like, you're probably not going to get, I don't know, we've started some coups, you know? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the difference is like, you know, like your shit might get taken down by a private company, by a social media company or a video sharing platform like YouTube. Like they might take your shit down, but it's not like the government told them to take it down. It's that they have their own rules and guidelines of, of what flies on their website. And you I know. think that's that's what makes those Twitter files so interesting is like there was some coordination between the government and the social media companies, but like, I mean, exposing that was a big deal. I guess I, w- I wonder if people in China, well, people in China are having this happen to them all the time. I wonder if other, in other people in other like supposedly free speech countries, like look at what's happened, what's happened in the United States with like the Twitter files thing and like conservative voices being suppressed on the internet. Like if they look at that, like we're looking at the China thing. I mean, not obviously this is a little bit different. This is like, you know, but, I mean, it is kind of the same thing. Like, I, that's what I didn't get out of the press conference that I haven't read it on the DOJ website. It's like, uh, what other operations were, the, were these people acting like normal police or were they just kind of uh, like the police on on freedom of speech of Chinese dissidents? Like, they weren't, I don't think they were doing, well, this is all still, this investigation is still happening. Like, I'm sure there were some people who were rounded up physically, but... I mean, that's a little yeah. trickier in the United States. You have other rights that you don't, you don't want to, if you're, I mean, I was just imagine if I was a leader of a country or if I, if I was a country that had, you know, police forces undercover in other countries, I wouldn't just want to be noticed for anything, you know? I mean, this shit flies yeah. under the radar. I guess this is why it took years. Like everyone's known, known about this fucking ramen shop that had the fucking 
I mean, spy thing in the top of it, like everything today, like this is old. This is, I wouldn't, it's not old news, but it takes a while to come up with that evidence because you can't just, I guess the big thing is you see like Russia or China. It's like you, you'll see, oh, so-and-so is charged with like speaking against the state. Like we don't have those rules. Free countries don't have those rules. Yeah. Yeah. I would be curious to know more details of like, well, just kind of like specifically what they were doing. You know, out of that shop, like, like what, <laughs> like, what did their day to day look like? You know, like, was it, you know, was it mostly, you know, people sitting at computers, like, like doing surveillance and like sending anonymous threats and harassing people? Or were they like, you know, were they going to people's doors and threatening them physically and like, like rounding them up and taking them that to that building and questioning them and, you know, like, like, you know, just to, to what extent were they doing things? How discreet were they being about it? You know, because it, it did take some time for them to build up this case and collect evidence and everything like that. And we know the people involved were destroying evidence. They obviously knew what they were doing was was wrong and illegal. But I'm just, you know, I'm just curious to know exactly how they were doing it. Like, were they... Like, like, were they kidnapping and threatening people and beating them up? Or was it more, you know, stuff done in the cyberspace, like like monitoring their communications and, you know, stalking them and seeing where they're going and everything like that? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what all they were doing. I, I'd be curious to know more about the operations of a place like that on, on, on a day-to-day. Like, what were they, what exactly were they doing? You know, how far did the threats and the violence go? You know, how does a how does a place like that operate? And, you know, I mean, for law enforcement, I mean, how can they look out for that kind of behavior to try to prevent something like this from happening in other cities, which it does. I mean, which, it you know, it definitely is. You know, so how do we act a little bit quicker and shut that shit down? so that it doesn't have an opportunity to go on for months and months. Cause like the longer something like that goes along, you know, the more people that might be coerced into returning to China and, you know, getting arrested or for, you know, facing God knows what over there. If you haven't deleted TikTok off your phone yet, fucking go ahead and do that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead and stick it to them real good. Just go ahead and get rid of that stuff. I think for all of our uh, our Montana listeners, I think I think TikTok is already done with them. I'm pretty sure Montana got rid of that. Good, uh, good, good fucking move. Whoever, whatever governor that is, reelect them. You know, they had something right. Yeah, I mean, no, do, but also that being said, delete your fucking, delete your Instagram and all your other shit too, because it's just fucking Uncle Sam looking at you too. So go ahead and get off the internet. You know, as much yeah, as you don't. can. Don't delete Twitter though, because that's where I am. That's where the, <laughs> yeah, that's where the podcast is. Yeah, keep Twitter's Spotify or whatever. You know, I, it, it <laughs> yeah. is interesting that like Twitter is like not not to get completely fucking sidetracked on something else, but like is Elon Musk one of the greatest humans to ever exist for America? Bought Twitter and is exposing shit on Twitter, and then also see people are so. There's a way to look at this. You know, he. Uh, not that I'm just a fucking Elon Musk guy that keeps up with everything he fucking says, but uh, he put out the or he 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 said something to whoever his millions of followers are about like needing to stop the the growth of like AI type shit. Like we need to slow down. And then like two weeks later, he fucking comes out with like his own AI, <coughs> some company shit. I don't know exactly what it was. His Chat GPT equivalent or whatever. And uh, it's just like, oh, well, he's just doing this for gain. It's like, if it, that, I think that's kind of what makes America great is when the, which is also another fucking discussion, the corporations kind of run things. It's like corporatism or whatever it's called is like not necessarily the worst form of government as long as it's in the interest of the people, like good corporations that exist, you know, that care about their consumers. Like, I, I, it's what makes a free market so great and all that, but... Is, is somebody like is, is the world needs more people with a lot of money t- 
to start standing up to their, you know, more standing up to, like, your for your freedom of speech and shit like that. I think it's what I fucking, you know, it's what, it was, what's the most fucking interesting thing that I think Elon Musk contributes to the world besides, you know, fucking space travel type shit, which is also good. Not to get completely fucking sidetracked for what we were already discussing. No, I actually think it's a decent segue because, um, you know, the other big topic of discussion here is the the Pentagon leaks that have happened. And, uh, you know, after they came out, you know, it, it started this whole, this is, this is not really where I wanted to go with the leaks thing, but it did start a big discussion on the morality of leaking that material and, you know, whether websites should host it or you know, whether they should post uh, the leaked documents and everything like that. It started a big discussion on that, like it always does when something like this happens. And Elon Musk came out and said that he, he will not be removing posts that contain the the leaked material. And, you know, a lot of other websites didn't publish it. Um, you know, and in fact, so, you know, we, we were talking about this before we hopped on, but some of the leaked documents that are apparently out there are pretty hard to find. Um, I know I, I really the only thing that I've looked at today that uh, that actually shows the leaked documents, you know, like like, you know, the actual pictures of the things that were leaked uh, was Newsweek. So, you know, they're already out there in their public. You know, it's not like I'm saying anything crazy, but uh, if you want to go take you a look at those classified documents, uh, some of them are on Newsweek, um, you know, and I'm and there there are different there are different tweets that I've seen that contain some of those same leaks. And I mean, you know, there, there have been an ungodly amount of articles written about them, but that, you know, that don't actually show them, which is, you know, kind of frustrating, you know, as a guy who has a podcast that wanted to talk about the leaks. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty helpful to see the documents that have been leaked rather than, you know, just some journalist or some, you know, talking heads commentary on what's in the documents. It's like, I want to see, I want to see the documents. We have some, we have some, I I do also agree. I need to see the actual fucking documents. Wikipedia did a decent job of compiling as, as Wikipedia always does. Wikipedia is the shit fucking compiling like, uh, you know, just some, some, some brief explanations on what everything was. I haven't, like, looked in. You know how you can click the sources on there? I didn't click around on everything to see where they're getting all that shit from. But, uh, let me see. New York yeah. Times, it looks like. But, you know, everybody has a little bit. But nothing... I, I, I need to see it, you know? I need to see fucking what exactly it was that those fuckers on Discord were sharing. Yeah. Well, you know, like, when the... When the story first broke um you know the there there was a big emphasis on the the russian invasion of ukraine and that that's what you know a lot of the documents that we have now talk about in fact th- those are the only documents that are on the newsweek article that actually has the pictures and everything but then i then i started seeing other people talk about like um there was a document leaked that detailed um Mossad and Israel authorizing uh, their their employees, people that work with them, to participate in some of the uh, the judicial reform protests that were going on uh, in Israel at the time. And I was like, well, I haven't seen that document anywhere. And I still haven't seen it. I've not been able to find like the actual document itself. Um, and there's a lot of other things like the like the 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 leaks that have happened. You know, they, they cover stuff like China and Taiwan and, and Egypt and Israel, like I said, Iran, like there's, you know, the the Russia-Ukraine war is the primary focus of all the documents. But that's not the only thing that was leaked. There, there were a lot of other things leaked. There was some some documents leaked about U.S. spying on their um, uh, on some of their allies. I mean, there's there's a whole lot that goes into this and we're. We're definitely not going to be able to cover it all today. Like we said, we haven't seen all of the documents. And, you know, I mean, to to do like a proper thorough review of everything, it would it would take, you know, way, way more research than 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 we've been able to to do on the subject. Um, Also, before we get into too much, 
it is pretty funny that they were leaked on Discord. It is, you know, funny. like it's, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> like of all the places for classified intelligence to be leaked, Discord is just kind of a funny place. You know, it just is, and it was a place where they were like, you know, posting pictures of guns and just you know they they had funny usernames and everything like that, and but they they also happened to be sharing classified u.s intelligence materials which is just kind of funny um there there was a i don't remember exactly when this happened but there were classified documents that were leaked a while back on like uh, on war thunder forums you know the video game yeah uh i don't remember when those leaks happened but yeah like somebody leaked classified freaking material on a damn war thunder forum you know and and you know discord is a platform that's primarily used by people who play video games and things like that i don't know where these gamers are getting this classified information but they are getting it and and they're posting it you know in video game spaces which is just kind of funny it's it a very is. hard thing to lock down like I mean, I guess you can. Well, I guess everything's fucking traceable when you're doing it on the fucking internet. But like, it is pretty brilliant. Like, you don't you don't have to. It's not about like not getting caught. It's about making it difficult to find whoever was the posted it and shit. You know, you can make a pretty long trail. And like, it's fucking. I wonder. There's no telling just how much shit is out there. That not to get off the subject at all, but I guess part of this is just like. The issues with, uh, you know, like Intel security. Wasn't there a whole, all of our nukes were, or not all of them, but a lot of them. Somebody made like those flashcards on fucking like Quizlet or some shit that just like, they were like, where are the so-and-so nukes located? And they're like, oh, they're in fucking wherever Montana, you know, at this location, yada, yada, yada. It's like, how stupid do you have to be to just post that shit where it's just like a Google away? (laughs) Oh, on Quizlet. Quizlet. Dude, it's everywhere. It's so fucking fun. You know, you, it's just, everything's like an Easter egg hunt, you know? Dude, I used I, I used Quizlet, you know, plenty in, in college and whatnot just to help study. I never came across any classified material on there, but, you know, kind of wish I did. It feels like I kind of missed out using Quizlet, you know? Yeah, really I, know, cool. I, I need to go check that shit out. I, you, there's no telling how many people, because you know, military, you gotta fucking take all your tests and shit like that. You gotta, you know, it's just like fucking being in school. So you gotta study. You know, there's no telling just. Oh yeah. How many people are just shitting themselves like, oh fuck, I made a Quizlet in fucking 2008 that talked about you know yada yada yada. <laughs> like, damn, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's also crazy how many people. Uh, have access to maybe not, I don't know that material specifically, but like classified material. I, I read something earlier that like, like 1.3 million people in America have access to classified material. That's a lot of people. How do I, how do I get that clearance? You know, I, Dude, I know I, people I had, that have that clearance, but you know, how do I get I, it? I say, I also know someone who has that, like, there's like levels to it or whatever. Apparently, like, the fucking, that level one is, like, very fucking easy to get. Like, and that level one has a lot of shit in it, apparently. From my understanding, from someone who, you know, has fucking earned that level one shit. Yeah, my sources say. (laughs) There you go, my sources (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I it, that's just, it just seems that yeah, like that's a lot of people that have access to that stuff. It you know, over a million people have access to that kind of stuff. It's kind of crazy that this stuff doesn't happen more often. Maybe it does and we just don't know about it yet. You know. There's got to be material like that being shared illegally uh, probably more frequently than we would like to imagine. You know, this guy just so happened to get caught because, you know, he shared it in the discord. There were like 30, 40 something people in there. And then it got spread on like fucking 4chan and places like that. You just know? the real fucking just the asshole of the Internet. And like, I love it. I love it. That these are, I, I like to fucking, you know, 
I'm always trying to find some good shit on online, you know, try to, I, I feel like the goal in life is to not go in life, but a constant goal is to like, try to be a, a fucking, just an observer in one of those rooms and shit like that. I like to know shit that people don't know. So, you know, you're always trying to fucking go below the surface a little bit when you're looking for information. Like how stupid, how stupid you have to be to think that you should ever fucking post that shit. Like you should ever do something like that. I had a point with that and I fucking completely slipped my mind. You know how it goes. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. You would ever post something like that in a fucking, in a discord where there's multiple other people, you know, cause like somebody's going to share it. Like they're going to 30, 40 people in a discord server. And you don't think somebody's going to take that classified material and just spread it all over. You're crazy. And how they're going to confine you. <laughs> Like who gets their hands on that shit? How did this? Was he some fucking uh, Air National Guard guy for like from like Virginia or North Carolina or some shit? Uh, like, Massachusetts, twenty-one dude, year old airman from Massachusetts. Just fucking dumb, you know. I mean, like it's cool to have access, you know. Definitely take you a peek if you're fucking, you know, if you're a guy who has to push the fucking. You know, shred the fucking paper at the end of the day to make sure everything gets like, t- yeah, fucking grab you a picture, take you a little bit home with you. But like, I mean, don't, don't do that. Like, you know, but like, if you see something cool, you know, like, I mean, but don't share it, you know, keep it for your own, just like, like, it's a privilege to have access to that information. Like, don't fucking abuse that privilege. I mean, and if yeah. you're such, if you're like a, if you're like a level one guy who gets access to level three information because like, you just happen to have that job. You're the guy that takes out the trash. Like, fucking, you're you're an idiot. You're an idiot if you fucking share that. Like, thinking that, like, there's a reason. There's a reason that they fucking make you, they, they look at you so much. Because you're not, because they, you know, they, yeah. they, like, do a thorough background check. I've looked into it. It's like, to join any, to get any fucking intelligent shit. Like. You, they like talk to your fucking everybody you've ever lived with, you know, everybody if yeah. you've ever fucking yeah, all that shit. Like yeah, they talk to like everybody. They want to know like everything about you, you know. And I mean, you know, it's for good reason. I mean, <laughs> they're going to be giving you access to all this classified material. I mean, they they would kind of like to know what kind of person they're going to have look at it and. You know, I, I know this is an argument that's made in bad faith a lot of time, but, you know, whenever something like this happens, there are people that come out and they're like, you know, publishing, publishing classified material can lead to, you know, like deaths in places where combat is happening. You know, it, you know we heard that over and over with stuff in the Middle East and, you know, we, we did hear it some now with these leaks, you know, here uh, about shit in Ukraine and now, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how much that is that's true about these leaks because you know, like Ukraine and the Biden administration both have kind of downplayed the severity of these leaks. They don't really seem to be freaking out about it all that much. But like, you know, it, it is a real possibility that sharing classified material about a place where active combat is happening that like, you know, people could get killed. You know, I mean, it's not really something to take lightly. Um, you know, that, that could be a very real consequence of, of sharing material that's not meant to be seen by everybody. Um, like I said, don't know that that's true about these leaks here. Uh, fucking hope not because they're pretty, uh, they're, they're out there. They've been out there, you know, then they're, they're not exactly, they're not exactly not, secret anymore. So how do you not know to not do that shit? Like, like, and also like, it's not like fucking, who is it, what does Snowden talk about? Was he the, was it Assange who was like government spying on you? Snowden was like, here's, you know, war crimes, or was it the other way around? No, it's the or other it way kind of, around. Okay. So like, fucking, you know what happened to those guys. You know, like they aren't even, fucking Assange is over. Did he ever get brought back to the U.S. or no? No, not yet. Uh, fuck, I talked with, um. I talked with Keenan Dunham, libertarian presidential candidate, about it. I wish I can't. I can't remember exactly where he's at in that process. I think maybe his extradition to the U.S. has been approved, but it hasn't happened yet. I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know. It I, I seem to remember when I was talking to, to Keenan that his extradition did seem like it was incredibly likely and that he is going to face like very serious federal charge. No. Oh that, yeah, that's what it is. His extradition was approved, but uh, he filed an appeal. And so they got to go through that whole process. But if his appeal is rejected, he, he will be sent back to the States and he, he's going to face very serious federal crimes. It looks like, uh, let me see, uh, on July 2nd, 2022, on Ju- 1st of July, 2022, yeah, that's when he appealed it. Uh, yeah, so I think he's still in the appeal process, I think. And, you know, I think that appeal is kind of the last thing between him coming to the United States to face charges. Um. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I, um, I do think the, the Snowden and Assange cases are a little different, uh, but I personally would not support either of them being charged in the States. I think they should, you know, I think they should be freed. I think they should be let go. I think they, where is Snowden right now? Uh, I think he's still chilling in Russia. That's right. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, I think he's. I think he's good. I don't if think. If I was Julian Assange, I would fucking head my ass to Russia like today. Yeah, you know, you know, Russia's not going to extradite you here. <laughs> you know, they'll. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they'll keep you over there. They they don't care. They're they're all good and fine with it. Um. Oddly enough, you know, both guys facing. You know, I think I think more serious charges, but I, I I think they've both been charged under the Espionage Act, just like this guy out of Massachusetts was. Um, and he he's you know that guy in Massachusetts, he's fucked. He's fucked. Like they've got him in custody here. He's facing multiple charges. He he is boned. He's going to go away for a long time. The shit he did is like a different kind of bad. Like there was nothing fucking noble about it. They wasn't like I mean. You could say there was something fucking, like, you could, I mean, yeah, some of the shit he leaked, you're like, okay, well, we should know this information. Should the public know any of this information? Does it really fucking matter to their day-to-day lives? Ah, you know, people, there's different fucking ways to discuss that. I think, off, you know, without fucking thinking a whole bunch about it, I say no, fucking, you know, we yeah, we should all probably know a lot more shit than we know. But, like, I also don't, you know, I want transparency in government. Who doesn't? But... Like, he wasn't doing it for anything other than just fucking internet clout with a bunch of fucking other idiots. Like, high school kids. Like, 14-year-olds. Like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you... Yeah. How are He we went not... about it in the most dumb way possible. <laughs> you know, like, Snowden and Assange took quite a few fucking efforts to get their stuff out there and try to remain safe and you know, well, you know, try to remain getting caught by the, you know, to try to, you know, refrain from getting caught by the United States. But this guy just shared it in the damn Discord server, you know, which is mind blowing, really. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I read somewhere that there were like over a hundred pages of documents that were leaked in total over the course of a couple of days. I don't know that he's the source of all those documents. He very well could be. He might be. It would seem kind of odd. I mean, that's a lot of page. That's a hundred pages of stuff. Over a hundred pages of stuff. That's a lot. I don't know if he was the source of all of them. Maybe he was. But like, if he's the source of all of those, like, then yeah, maybe there is something more to it. Like, I, I mean, maybe. Like, how much shit you had to post to your fucking loser friends to have them believe that you're actually a fucking fed, you know? Or you have access to shit, you know? Why are you, like, how much more, like... So, I don't know, I'd like to see where all that came from. That's kind of crazy. Or unless he, like... Okay, he wasn't... He took pictures of it. See, I've only seen physical... I saw that he took physical pictures. I think it's part of the way they caught him was, like, the corner of his countertop and the Gorilla Glue and all this other shit. So it's not like yeah. he was sharing files and shit, but he was an Intel guy. Or no, you're not an Intel guy. He was a fucking IT guy. So like, 
if he shared hundreds of shits, that means he was like actively trying to fucking. God, I talk like a fucking idiot. Hundreds of shits. If he shared hundreds of things. <laughs> hundreds of shits. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, yeah. that's, that's what you get on the show, you know? <laughs> how real it's people talk, you know? It's two like country bumpkins <laughs> fucking trying to do a podcast. <laughs> probably, no. probably half of people can't even understand what we're saying. God damn it, you're right. You and fucking, uh, what's his name, Trevor Trevor Pete, Pete. Here. boy, yeah, Good no, shit. my, see, that's the thing, too, is, like, when you get around somebody else who also has a country accent, it's like, your your country accent picks it up a couple notches, you know, so. Oh, it's, it's your people, you know? Yeah, fucking. so, like, that conversation just sounded like, you know, two redneck dudes just talking with a mouthful of gravel, you know? <laughs> I'm sure. I don't, there are probably people who couldn't understand half of it, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> if you can't understand how we're talking. That episode just ain't meant for you. You know, try a different one. Try a different one. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. Not changing I, nothing. Not hiding no accents over here. Ah, shit. Dude, if I <laughs> well, I you know what I was fucking saying. No, I mean like if you act, if it was all if all that shit's coming from him, yeah, no. I fucking I've been told in the past, just a little more thing on the fucking voice thing, just so the fucking people can hear is fucking I talk like I'm speaking in fucking my sentences are like riddles you know just saying a bunch of stupid shit just to get fucking you could have said it in five words you know yeah oh yeah definitely just drawn out using a lot of phrases and you know sayings and other stuff that might not translate you know further up north or west or whatever Um, you know what could you do what can you do? You're know? not going to change the way that I talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know we've talked about the origin of these documents a lot. We haven't really gotten into the meat of it. Like I said, there's, um, you know, like I said, they got they got pictures of them in Newsweek. The, the uh, There are a couple articles. There was one for the New York Times. And, and of course, Wikipedia does a good job of summarizing them. Um, just one last thing on their origin. Uh, I... I I read somewhere that some of those documents might have been shared as early as like October of last year. Now that's, that's obviously not true of all of them because some of the documents you can, you can see in those pictures, they're dated like February of this year. So there were definitely, you know, files that were shared, you know, like later, like March 1st to, to the 4th, I think is where they think most of them were shared. But I, yeah, I, re- I read somewhere that some of those might have been shared like months ago, maybe in smaller circles where there was you know less of a chance of them getting out or whatever. But some of this stuff might might have been, you know, floating around out there for for months before anyone caught a hold of it. It's crazy because like when they finally decided to go get him, they got him like pretty quick. It was like, I think, I don't know if I just said, it was like, yeah, the Gorilla Glue, all that shit. I also saw, like, there was a specific, like, he had just like a fucking, you know, one of them fucking whatever countertops. I don't know. It's the fucking shit yeah. you get from Lowe's. But no, it was like a certain pattern in, like, the fake fucking marble shit. And they were like, here's that in that picture, and here's that in this house. It's like, damn, that's fucking, that's yeah. like, it, yeah, no, that was impressive. You can also see, uh, it was like a hunting magazine. Yeah, and, hunting Like, magazine. one of the pictures, and they're like... You know, we know what kind of guy we're after. <laughs> Shit. You know, there's just different things in the background of those pictures that they use to figure out where it was, which is crazy. You know, crop your pictures. <laughs> cut out cut out some of the background, man, if you don't want to get caught. That's, that's picture taken 101, you know. Um, no, but there there is a lot of interesting stuff in those documents. I mean, we don't have time to go through fucking half of it, but um, you know, we we can point out some of the some of the interesting things. Uh, I think we learned about the the incident where like a Russian jet fired at a at a British one or something like that. We learned about that a while back. You know, it's been written about over and over. Uh, like the missile fucked up, misfired. There was a goddamn whatever. I don't know. Something caused it to fuck up. But we learned about that a, a while back. I feel like that's been written about quite a bit. Um, 
the casualty numbers were something that I think caught some people by surprise because, you know, you know, you, Ukraine and Russia both have been deflating their numbers. You know, they don't want people to figure out what, what the real numbers are. Um, Obviously not, you know, fucking. Yeah, no, if you, let me see, I'm looking yeah. at those numbers right now. They said, uh, oh yeah, no, I don't know. It's just fucking some hundreds of thousands or no fucking some tens of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So like there have been, you know, I mean, I mean for Russia, maybe as many as 223,000, uh, casualties. Now, of course that includes, you know, like people wounded and, and the dead, um, you know, they're, they're thinking maybe as many as uh, 17,500 killed in action uh, on the Ukrainian side. And they, wait, I think I might have those numbers all fucked up on my sheet here. I'm not looking I at know. the Wikipedia page. I'm looking at a document I copied and pasted them to. I think I fucked up my numbers there. I think, uh, no, it's a, uh, let me see. No, that's right. No, that's, let me see. I'm looking, because they say casualties, but then they say killed in action. So I'm assuming casualty means, you know, you could just be hurt fucking killed in yeah. action that's crazy that the numbers are that much different like you would expect you know 124 to 131 casualties when their other numbers are like 1550 to 1750 deaths so it's like fucking i don't know technology's come a long way i guess i was reading something about that the other day i guess war is not as you know not as many people die because the medical technology is there yeah yeah, that's kind of what caught my attention. It is it's like the casualty number is, you know, very high, but you know, the actual number dead I think is probably a lot less than a lot of people would have guessed. Like if you you know, they they did this with like COVID numbers, right? Like they would poll people like how many, you know, um I forget what the specific poll was. But um no, what it was is that you know, they asked Democrats and Republicans, they were like what percentage of people that get COVID, do you think end up having to go to the hospital? And people overblew it by a lot. I think Democrats, their number was as high as like fifty to sixty percent. And when you know, when in reality, the number was much, much lower. And I think you would get that if you polled people on casualties as a result of the invasion. I think maybe a lot, a lot of people would guess that way more people have died than they actually have. Um, and of course, you know, it, it benefits Ukraine and Russia both to kind of deflate those numbers so people don't get real freaked out and discouraged and everything like that. Um, uh, but, you know, which is interesting because one of, one of the other documents they had there was talking about how, um, you know, Ukrainian forces and I think Bakhmut, you know, not 100% yeah. sure on the pronunciation. Bakhmut there, but that's or Bakhmut, one of those two, yeah. Yeah, it's like they were they were nearly encircled by Russian forces and they you know, they didn't really know what they were going to do. Morale was just super super low. Um I think uh, one one of their intelligence guys was like, you know, this situation is is fucked up. Like it's not going to go well. Everything like that and um you know, that, that's a reason that, you know, countries, both countries have deflated their numbers. You know, they don't want troops to get discouraged out there. They don't want troops to think that they're just going out there to die. You know, it de definitely put a hurting on the morale. Um, let me see. There were, there were some other good things uh, in there, too. What, one of them that I kind of picked out that I thought was interesting was um, I saw some people talking about this today. Is that Ukraine's air defense missile systems will be depleted next month. Like, just gone. <laughs> that seems like... That seems... That seems like one of the parts that might have been thrown in there, one of the fake ones, you know? Let's send them a little more fucking money and shit. No, I'm just kidding. We might actually... I don't know. It's fucking... I guess time will tell. We do seem to be sending them shit all the time. And, like... I mean, it... Who knows, like... Also, these are very specific documents leaked, so... This might be why we're constantly announcing aid. Like, we might get one of these documents. The president fucking looks at it. Like, okay, fucking Congress looks at it. Okay, give him fucking aid. Or they hear about it. They hear about that piece of information, the document. And so, like, yeah, I guess that's why. Like, because, I mean, a lot of it was shrugged off by both the U.S. and Ukraine. Like, that kind of shit. They're just like, no, fucking, you know, not really, like, not worried about it. That's old news. You know, we, we might have already sent the weapons package, like, 
that has happened since then. We're sending shit every fucking week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's one of those, it's one of those pieces that like, I didn't see the specific document for, so couldn't really tell like where the document is from. Like it could be an older one. Maybe we have already sent them some new stuff. Uh, I'm sure we've got some new stuff going their way pretty soon. Um, you know, being, being out of your air defense missile systems, though, uh, not, not a fun great. Thing. I wonder how much, like, I mean, we're not there. We have no idea. Like, you can only watch so much fucking shit on the internet. Like, how much, how much goes how far? How serious is it? Like, what are you, what are you defending of from in the air? You know, is it a lot of drones and shit? Is it a lot of fucking, I mean, I guess I'm sure somebody knows this and somebody could fucking answer that. We need to get a good, like, fucking military, one of those intel guys that fucking is retired and comes on there and explains everything, you know? Yeah, that would be dope. I would fucking, yeah, I'd love to have one of those dudes literally just, like, just go through the stuff line by line. Just be like, this is what this means. You know, like, this is this is what could happen as a result of that. Somebody who's a real expert, because I'm not an expert on any of this. I'm just looking at stuff, you know? Um picking out stuff that I find interesting, trying to learn a little more about it. Um, speaking of drones and things like that, uh, I think part of that same document set, there was a, a line in there about Zelensky wanting to use UAVs to strike within Russian territory, the Rostov blast. Um, that's something. And then there was another piece on Wikipedia, like right after that, it mentioned that, um, China is thinking of, you know, like stepping up their aid to Russia if Ukraine strikes within Russia, strikes within their territory. Interesting. I I bet that's, I mean, I guess everything China does is like going to be a reflection on how they feel about Taiwan and U.S. influence and shit like that. So, I mean, it makes sense that they would give a little more aid because they would probably, you know, if fucking Taiwan struck inside of China, they would, you know, support fucking combating that pretty good oh yeah yeah like even if it, even it, if china you know was invading taiwan so like i guess you know anyways continue yeah no i mean it would just be you know it, it'll be interesting to see like how invested china gets in that war going forward considering you know what seems to be an impending invasion of taiwan at some point don't know when exactly like we said earlier, they are doing a big military test tomorrow, I believe. So get to see what that's about. Uh, <laughs> that's not, that's not great. None, none of these documents really give you any, like, uh, they're not positive. None of this makes you feel any good about anything that's going on. You know? No, this is all negative news. If, if you came here for, for good news, <laughs> boy, we ain't got it. It's not what we do on this show. It's all just it's all just real sad shit. Damn, this is fucking you, you did I had really thought about how it is all just shitty news till right now. Yeah, no, it all sucks. We we crack jokes, we talk about sports, and we talk about depressing ass news. That's the Bonfire <sighs> Briefing podcast right there. Damn. Um yeah. There was also some shit in you know, speaking of China and Taiwan, there was some stuff in there about you know, about that impending invasion. Um, you know, there, there was something about uh, a set of missiles that China uses and they have a, a high probability of getting through some of the missile defense systems that we have in Taiwan. Um, uh, also, something about being able to, like, hack our fucking satellites. Like they're working on capabilities to to like really get in there and mess up our satellites. Um, I'm trying to think of some other China Taiwan stuff it had in there. Uh, but again, not super hopeful for Taiwan considering what they have coming. You know. Oh yeah, there was stuff about the balloons in there, right? Something about the like, balloons in there. Yeah, like there were there were more balloons than than we even thought before, and um, I think that they had pretty pretty sophisticated. Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like surveillance technology. 
that they were trying to get some information on some of the equipment that they have. They flew over like different military vehicles and things like that. Um, this is an interesting way for fucking human beings to exist together. Like, fuck, <laughs> this is all really depressing. Why are, why are we as fucking citizens of any of these countries stuck in this? Fuck it. Why can't we just fucking like leave us the fuck alone? You know, everybody's leisure. I don't know. This is not good, but I mean, it's not whatever. I'm just flipping through this fucking Wikipedia article or just, you know. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's not good. That's why I like talking to libertarians, you know, the whole uh, the whole leave people alone message. Uh, that's why a lot of people like that message, too, because of all this nonsense we have going on. Um, should probably wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, I know you've got some stuff you've got to get to. Um just a couple other things in that document real quick. You know, there were special forces from other countries fighting in Ukraine. I feel like we already really knew that. There were some specific numbers in there, though. It's not very many. It's like 50-ish total. So um, they were fighting, or was that or were they there like... I saw some people in Kiev or Kiev. Oh, I don't or whatever know that they fuck. were fighting. I'm not sure what they were doing exactly. Uh, I think they were monitoring... If, well, what I saw was if, if they were the U.S. guys, they were just fucking monitoring like you know, all the shit we're sending and making sure it goes where it needs to go. Yeah. But, yeah, I th- yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Fighting was not the right choice of words there. I saw that the, the Netherlands sent one guy, okay, which I thought was them. very funny. Very Throw hilarious, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> Come on, man. You're going to send one guy. Imagine you're that guy. You're like, Hey buddy, we need you and you only to go to Ukraine and help these people Fucking, out. Here we go. I got your numbers. <laughs> UK sent at least 50. Fucking Latvia since 17, France 15, US 14, Netherlands. Yeah, just the fucking one. The one homie. Just <laughs> the one dude, man. That's that, that's that uh, for sure. That that's dude. off to him. Dude, he's <laughs> the one that blew up the fucking, that pipeline. Wasn't that them that did that? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Shit, I wish yeah. that was in these documents. That would have been a good one to leak. I've been fucking, I've yeah. been... I'm strong on the belief that fucking we did that, which would just make sense. Why would we not? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely on that page. Um, oh, yeah. There was some good good U.S. intelligence spying on our allies stuff in there. That's expected, uh, I don't, you know. Yeah, kind of just what we do. I know the, the U.N. Secretary General was one of the ones we were spying on. Allegedly, he's a little softer on Russia than a lot of people would like, so. You know, we, we put a set of eyes on him. That's um, fine. Ukraine's going to launch a big counteroffensive later this month, late April. Uh, I think I read some things saying that the United States is not super hopeful about how that's going to go, but uh, I guess we'll see considering it's mid-April right now. We won't have to wait too long to see the see the results of that. Um, Talk about it like a fucking UFC fight. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't know. I don't know that I really have anything else. There was a uh, there was a bit in there about Russia spreading propaganda throughout Africa, but pretty sure a lot of them Wagner Group guys. Uh, South South Korea. This is the last thing I'll fucking say because yeah, you're right. I do have to do some shit in about fucking six minutes. Uh, fucking South Korea sent uh, they sent weapons to Ukraine, but they weren't supposed to because it's in their like constitution to not do that to not participate in shit like that that doesn't directly involve them so like no they were secretly doing it and they're, they're denying it and everybody kind of is pissed off at the united states like why would you let this fucking degenerate get a hold of this very important information which is a very fucking fair critique you know get your shit together yeah that is something worth noting a lot of the countries that are mentioned in these documents there are some that we didn't get to like egypt and iran and everything like that some of these countries have straight up denied a lot of what's you know what's reflected in these documents so you know always got to take everything with a grain of salt never believe anything you read a hundred percent you know and, and always uh, go go below the surface you know go below the surface don't leak classified information on discord of all places yeah another good <laughs> another good fucking life tip there to leave you with but uh, yeah, that's all. Wish we could have. Wish we could have done a little more research and dove a little more in depth on some of these documents. But like I said, they're not the easiest thing in the world uh, to find. And 
we had some other news today you know yeah i got a feeling that we will in one of the fucking coming up episodes definitely fucking you know go a little bit deeper into it probably more information will be out this is only a small fraction of the shit that was leaked right or no i don't know yeah yeah i mean yeah no they're saying over a hundred pages of stuff so there's got to be plenty of information out there that uh i don't know they're probably even you know like actual journalists and things haven't dug into all that much, but um, I don't know. Who knows what the news is going to look like over this next week? I mean, we might be on to something completely different. We might learn some new stuff. Who even knows? That's, uh, you know, that is kind of just the world we live in. There's always something going on. Yeah, but I think that's a, that's a pretty good way to close out. Don't, don't know what next week's episode is going to look like, but the week after that's going to be the uh, year anniversary. So that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be something to look forward to. Uh, follow me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are available, Bonfire Brief Pod, so you don't miss the latest episode. And uh, that's it for us.